0: Hey, it's Ryan with QLZ and uh, it, the home version today. So uh run a little bit late this morning. So I came home and going to handle a couple of interviews from home today. I've got my dog here. And uh, if you hear any howling for anybody listening to this, it's just my hound going nuts. We got Dakota. He's the lead singer of Another Day Dawns. And hey. I, you and I chatted for a few minutes, man. You guys had some great singles that came out the last couple of years. You got the new one called Bitter. That's out right now. How you doing, man?
1: I'm doing great, man. Thank you so much for having the opportunity to have me on here, man. It means a lot. Yeah. And uh, we've been we've been busy, you know, fresh once uh pretty much COVID cleared up and everything, we were ready to go, ready to go on the road. And we had we have now a bunch of songs up our sleeves that we're gonna be releasing. So mm-hmm. we're we're getting ready for the full effect now.
0: Yeah, so make sure you check the guys out. We'll talk about you know who you're touring with, all that stuff. Cause I mean there's a lot of awesome things going on in, in, in your guys' camp and uh yeah. bitter, we're gonna have that on the art of spotlights. This nice. Thursday, the 30th, uh, 8 30 in the morning. So that's 9 30 for you guys out west or out east. But before I got going, man, I got to compliment you guys. So I saw you guys when you played with uh, Tetrarch and uh, Nonpoint and Atreyu when you guys played in yeah. Green Bay. And I got to compliment the shirt because <laughs> that's what's like, up. So, like, 75% of my wardrobe is obviously black t shirts, as you can see. Yeah. You yeah, guys went with like the I camo do. on the camo on there so kind of who came up with the with the camo idea for for this shirt it was like hey i'm gonna have a band t-shirt that's like actually has some different color on it yeah, <laughs> for, for once.
1: that's that's kind of what we all were kind of saying man you know we tour with so many uh great bands out there everyone just kind of has the same like you said black shirt white logo kind of look and it's kind of mm-hmm. we catch us being new to the scene and everything we want to catch everyone's attention we want to so we have we had originally we have a couple um tie-dye shirts that were black and purple as well okay. that sold just as good. And then our merch designer said, How about this design? A little bit of like a goldish uh vibe do it where I go, that is that is kind of nifty and that sold that sold almost right away, man, at the show. So we were really crazy how we we're getting perceptive by that. It was it was cool.
0: Yeah, I was hoping to talk to you guys then. I believe a Trey you was playing at the time and it was like you guys had just gone over to the table and I'm like, Oh man, there's no line for the merch. It's now <laughs> Perfect time to go over there and it's going to be really difficult to try to have a conversation with any of the bands, you know, while another one's playing, but um, you know, a good time to go over there and grab something and it's a very comfy t-shirt. So if you're out and you, you know, you see the guys, everything, it's comfy. T- it's, it's kind of elastic-y and it's, it's comfortable. Yep. I'm a big fan of it.
1: It's uh we wouldn't put stuff up there that we wouldn't wear ourselves. I know we push, yeah. we push that a lot. Like you see our drummer, even I will throw on a shirt after a show we're covered in sweat and they're just comfy. <laughs> they're, they're really good. So I definitely, <laughs> I definitely would push them. They're good. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. And buying merch is such a big thing for bands as well. So you guys are going to be out in the road here a little bit later on. But I want to chat about Bitter. You know, the, it's the brand new single that came out. It's only seven days old at this yeah. point. It's a. I mean, if if anybody's heard your guys' singles with Forget Me Not, they know how heavy you guys can get. Taste of Heaven, you know, is a, is a little bit more of a – it's still a rock and tune, but it shows a different side of you guys. And Bitter's kind of just like, hey, we're just going to kind of hit everybody – in the face on this one. So yeah. I, I love the song, man. I love the hard hitting, hard hitting stuff. I don't, I don't shy away from it personally, but uh with this song and with us featuring it, man, what do you, what do you want to share about this tune?
1: Um, It's our first single that we've released in a, a little over two years. Um, <laughs> it's definitely well due. Um, our last thing we put out was look at you and it was kind of uh <clears throat> not as heavy, kind of more vibey of a track, which we just had fun with. And this song we wanted to hit hard for the playlist we wanted to hit hard for octane we're pushing for octane we're pushing for the more uh just aggressive more uh kind of crowds we're playing a couple festivals this year so we we kind of have like i said a bunch of songs but they're not all going to be in your face that aggressive and that's what i Mm -hmm. like about the album that we're going to be putting out we have some of the songs like bitter and then some songs are just good drive driving songs and listening to you know so it's um it's cool to be coming out with bitter as hard and heavy as it is coming out swinging uh, especially with the video i don't know if you got to watch the video but we have uh, our good friend max portnoy um he re- uh, recorded that for us um he's drumming for tala and code orange currently but uh he he got some time to come on out we i think we went to an abandoned uh, warehouse out in philly actually so it was a little sketch but it was definitely <laughs> definitely definitely worth it all man like i said it's uh it was it was just definitely just a fun time getting together and uh, I think the product shows.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, again, you know, we're getting it on here March 30th here on the Art of Spotlight, 8 30 in the morning. You mentioned the record. I know you guys have, have an EP out there. Um, you know, Taste of Heaven was was on there. I guess had a couple singles. I guess first off, how's it kind of feel to release a single where you can actually like kind of tour behind it right away? I know Taste of Heaven was kind of like right before COVID-ish with with some of the radio play and whatnot. Um you know, you had Look At You, you had Forget Me Not, which I believe was released during COVID. And it's like, oh, yep. we can't, you know, play a damn show. We can't do a thing. So how does it kind of feel where, man, we can release this single, we can get out pretty much start playing behind it, you know, right away. What's what's the feeling like for that?
1: That's it's definitely almost a dream come true, man. It's um especially with the acts that we're gonna be sharing the stage with. It's it's crazy to have that big of a platform, like you said, while the singles out currently. That's very rare for us. Like you said, COVID really uh, took a huge effect on us as well. And um, so, like you said, we we're just kind of uh, not keyboard warriors, but we were behind the computers releasing songs, doing live streams, and singing. I, I didn't like that. I needed the face to face interaction mm-hmm. stuff. So it was definitely, it's definitely a huge uh, weight off our shoulders now that. We get to see a couple thousand people a night while pushing this single.
0: Yeah, you mentioned being a keyboard warrior, at least in a good way, in a positive yeah, way. Yeah, positive. <laughs> <pushing>. <laughs> so, do you guys play. have a have a release date for the record? Do you have any any details you're able to share? Or is that still kind of kind of under wraps at this
1: I point? Think the the record might be a little later in the year. I know the last I heard it was maybe a June, uh, July, um, but I think I think we're going to be focusing on. Um, singles. I know we got maybe two to three singles, and depending on how well they do with their climbing charts, we might have four to five singles. We're pushing out. It's all uh, all up in the air with how the fans perceive it.
0: Well, make sure you listen to it. Make sure you stream it. We're gonna have it on the air, and and you mentioned June and July, dude. That's gonna that's gonna be here before we know it. That's oh, that's only a, couple months <laughs> it's only a couple months away.
1: It's creeping in. It's creeping in. Like uh, it was all. We definitely were pushed for pressure and stressed on time with recording this. Uh, We had to go back to the studio a few times um, and uh, I just love the team that we're working with. We got Tom Hain and Steve Sopchak who um, they were big writers and helpers with a lot of the recent Motionless and White stuff and a couple other bands as well that the same vein that we're from, because we're from the same areas and stuff, so we kind of like keeping it hometown supported, you know. Mm
0: -hmm. And what are those home state bands you guys are hitting the road with? this year yeah Breaking Benjamin, Breaking Benjamin and, and and Bush uh man you guys are going out with some heavy again like I told you you know when I saw you guys you were tetrarch at Tetra, Katre, you and nonpoint some phenomenal bands to to go out with and share the stage with and you know you think of the last 20 to 30 years you know how many huge singles Bush have had for their 30 some year career Breaking Benjamin now I mean like pretty much a 20 year career for Breaking Benjamin at at this yes. point it's wild and you know you guys get to go out share the stage with them and how much you guys Looking forward to that tour. Where does kind of everything get kicking off at that?
1: Really, really looking forward to that, man. Um, I've been looking up to those bands since I was a kid. So it's crazy that uh, now just be the supporting act to them. You know, it's um, I'm ex- very excited to meet uh, the guys in Bush and Breaking Ben, which we're pretty familiar with the guys in Breaking Ben um we had aaron play on our last ep taste of heaven uh bass player breaking ben he because we, we didn't have a bass player at the time so he filled in so we're pretty close with the guys in breaking ben which is really cool they're all really good dudes down to earth and uh i'm just excited to like i said it's our very first arena run we've never done uh yeah. we've never done arenas before i think there's one or two shows that are that aren't arena i think they're just event centers but to have an arena run in front of that many mm-hmm. people uh it's it's a dream for for sure, man.
0: That's gonna get a lot of people buying merch. You know, so much more exposure and everything. I mean, and that's the thing. Like, make sure you you buy the merch when you go see these bands play because that's such a yeah. huge thing for you guys.
1: It really is. Like, even um, we don't really get, you know, we don't really get too much, go uh, just for going out there. That's why it's an honor and an opportunity just to be able to open up for thirty minutes or whatnot. So, I mean, if we see somebody wearing our shirt that we've never seen before, that's a huge, you know, that's a win for us, you know, so that's, that's definitely, that's definitely cool to see people representing and helping us support. Cause that gets us A to B, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It covers gas and everything else. And yeah. I asked, you know, the, the question of our, our listeners the other day of, you know, who are some opening bands? I, we do a daily, a daily Q question. With us being QLZ, we do a daily Q question. And it was asking people, you know, what opening bands kind of blew you away and it's why it's such an important thing to get there for the opening bands because obviously, you know, people have hectic schedules, but it's why you never skip the opening bands. Like you guys, again, when I saw you guys with the Trey you guys were the first of four bands. That's, you know, there's a pretty good crowd there in green Bay for it. Um, because you never know where you guys are going to be six months from now, right. a year from now.
1: Yep, exactly, man. And the big thing is everyone, everyone started somewhere. So mm-hmm. even, um, you know, the guys in Break It Band and you they all were opening acts at one point, 30 minute, 20 minute slots. So it's uh definitely like you said, you gotta represent and help support because us being the band, we never we never forget who the ones were by mm-hmm. that's day one, you know.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's why the support is is so huge. And and again, you know, you guys going out touring down everything else and Dakota. I said i want to interview you guys at my, my last stop and you know it didn't happen unfortunately, but there were some there were some questions I was asking. Any band, whether it was, you know, LaJonda, Seven Dust or Miles of Ultra of Bridge or, or up and coming bands like yourself. But when you guys go to shows like as fans, I've always been really curious about this because me, I'm not a musician. I just yeah. love rock and metal. So like when you go to a show as a fan, what's the experience like for you? Do you find yourself kind of just like, you know, I'll get lost in the music like a lot of fans do? Or do you find yourself critiquing do you find yourself kind of being technical with everything What what's the experience like for you when you just go see a show as a fan
1: I'm um, definitely uh i just like being in the moment you know mm-hmm. i don't like being uh, one of those fans that critique because every every night is different and every night someone could slip up someone could miss a guitar solo or someone could hiccup during a scream or you know what i mean so i've never i've never wanted to be oh he didn't do that right oh he missed that <laughs> And I hope I hope too not too many people are like that with us because we just like having fun out there, brother. You know, so it's it's definitely, um, and I feel like that live experience is something true. Then you know they're not lip syncing or they're not, yeah. You know what I mean. Relying on the tracks too heavy because yeah. then you hear you hear the normalcy of a human voice, and I, I love that, especially being live. So I kind of look for the mistakes to kind of be being like, okay, it is live. This is what live sounds like, kind of you know, so. Yeah. I go into it open-minded for sure.
0: Awesome. I'm a hundred percent with you on that. Cause it's like, Hey, maybe there's a, a guitar squeal there that maybe they added in or maybe somebody's ad libbing yeah. something like that's the whole yep. point of, of checking everything out live. And, uh, where do you guys like to stop on the road? When do you, when you're out you're playing around, you guys, you know, do you guys have certain places like, you know, this place has the cleanest bathrooms. We got to stop here. Or maybe <laughs> we can, we can grab a shower over this place kind of when you guys are out with another day dawns, where, where, where's the places you guys like to stop?
1: Um, Honestly, man, it's nothing too crazy just because um, like I said, COVID's been opening up. We've only been out um for a little bit now, but I'd say <laughs> believe it or not, we'd have a lot of funds at the uh the hotel rooms or not that we'd get booked at. Um they'd have like a whole gymnasium downstairs and a whole like gym. And it, it just like brought us back to uh being kids throwing dodgeball at each other at each other and stuff. But <laughs> so we were we'd be down down the stairs in the gym at two three AM just chucking dodgeballs. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd be sore the next day for tour. So it'd be stuff like that. Um, we don't really have a specific spot yet. I'm looking, I'm hoping for like a good, you know, a good breakfast or something, but we're always, we're always just up and Adam, maybe around ten, eleven, And then we like to do, uh, to do stuff like that. Like maybe we'll go on like a hike or something, but mm-hmm. nothing uh, too historic yet for the band. I'm looking, I'm waiting for that aha moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that works perfectly. Nobody's I've asked this question. I said, probably like, Forty to fifty bands. Somebody's mentioned dodgeball, so you're
1: yeah. first one. So <laughs> that be we pretty much had a whole gym to ourselves with every ball you can imagine, every hockey puck, every we'd just be down there slamming our bodies and playing dodgeball for hours that's what people oh, think dude, that's we're, awesome people think rock wow. back party and drinking
0: up no, or dodgeball <laughs> playing dodgeball <laughs> you guys are waking up sore uh, for a yeah. different reason the next morning i love it yeah. so dakota dude again man we got we have bitter on the artist spotlight again it's a whole feature about highlighting new bands up and coming bands and and really just focusing on on that song it's uh for our listeners 8 30 in the morning if you're tuning in 9 30 eastern time 8 30 central and uh People want to follow you guys, socials, all that good stuff to keep up. You know, when the album's going to be out, tour stops, all that good stuff. Where can everybody follow follow you guys on the socials?
1: Um, we're very active on our Facebook, Another Day dawns, and our Instagram as well. Um, we're constantly posting on there. And also our website, Uh, But mostly our Instagram and Facebook, we constantly post out videos and, um, you know, just little every day-to-day stuff, especially when we're on the road with Breaking Ben and stuff. We're going to be posting regularly a lot. So those places for sure. Check us out.
0: Awesome. We'll give the guys a follow Dakota, dude. It was great meeting you, man. I said, I wanted to meet you a couple years ago and, and chat with you a couple years ago, but I'm glad we finally got to do it now, man. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much for your time, brother. It means a lot. Thank you for your support for real.